I just wanted to know how we got here. Not to offend anybody out there, but I just walked by some jeans, wore out jeans, holes in them, all cut up. I just remember when I was a kid in West Virginia, I was ashamed to go to school because my jeans were wore out, only because we didn't have any better. Now they buy them that way. I just can't figure, how did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I think that this is an important week for us from an execution and a focus standpoint because uh, we have an opportunity to improve as a team, get some experience for some guys that uh, have a chance to make a greater contribution to the team for whatever reasons. Um, and they need to understand that getting better is not a, a sometimes thing. It's an all-the-time thing. It's something that you do uh, on a consistent basis. It's a choice that you make. Uh, not a feeling that you have, a uh, choice that you make uh, to do more, to stay focused, to develop the right habits so that you can be the best player that you can be. And this week is critical, you know, I think for our team's development to do that. Terrell Lewis and Kristen Miller is in what they call the functional phase of rehab, uh, but not really medically cleared to play. So as they go through this continued work on the field and so forth, at some point in time, I guess they'll get medically cleared. But as I've always said before, this, that's a medical decision that uh, our medical staff will make when the times come, when they feel like uh, they're, they're able to get back out there and maybe be able to play. Rhonda, what do you look for on the sideline, just character-wise, when you guys do fall behind in a game? Well, I think the most important thing is that you don't lose your poise. Uh, that guys can stay focused on what they need to do to execute, not feel like they need to go out and do something different and trust and believe and respect, um, you know, that doing their job well is what's going to help them have success. It's going to help us get back in the game. It's going to help us get stops that we need to get back in the game. It's going to help us move the ball and score. If that's what we need to do on offense, it's going to help us play better on special teams. And uh, I think that's what we try to sell our players, to trust and believe in the principles and values of the organization, and that will help you be successful. And that's sometimes hard for guys that are really good competitors because they want to go make plays. But sometimes the best way to make a play is not go outside of what you're supposed to do to try to do it and ad lib. Uh, then functionally things don't work as well. We talked to some of the DBs, and they've said that you like to talk a little smack to the receivers. What goes into that? Is that just keeping things light in practice? I, I don't really talk smack to the receivers. I mean, you know, I, I really don't do that. I don't know where that comes from. Um, I, I, I am capable of talking smack to anybody that will listen, and it's hard for me to find an audience around here. Uh, when you step back and, and look at Jalen's development and his time here, how have you seen him evolve in your offense? Well, I think Jalen probably is one of the most conscientious um, people when it comes to anything that he does. Uh, he wants to do it the right way. He wants to have a total understanding. Uh, he really works hard. It's important to him. His preparation is always um, all that any coach could want it to be in terms of how he tries to prepare for a game. 
I think he understands his strengths and weaknesses, and he really works hard at trying to do the things that maybe don't come as natural to him. And I think that's why he's made a tremendous amount of improvement at his position, uh, especially pocket presence, standing in the pocket, reading, being more accurate as a, as a, as a passer. Uh, he's done a really, really good job of that, and he's gotten a lot better. And I think he has a lot more confidence. I think we have a lot more confidence. Uh, we feel like if people are going to play us a certain way now, we can make plays in the passing game. And um, I think that showed up, you know, last week, you know, in the game. And we haven't had to do it a lot, but when we've had to do it, um, we've been a lot better at it. And I think that's really, really important. And I think it says a lot about his development, but his development comes from the kind of choices he makes in terms of the kind of person that he is, how he takes coaching. Um, the guy really, really tries to please uh, his coach, what we want to do, what he needs, what we need him to do. And he's done a really, really good job of that. And I think the players have a tremendous amount of respect for, for that. And I think his leadership uh, is very important to our team as well. You mentioned uh, Jalen's improved, uh, you know, as a passer. You guys have only tried uh, seven passes uh, behind the line of scrimmage in the last three games. How much is it more about uh, his confidence uh, going to his first and second reads or uh, just an overarching strategy on your part? I don't understand. We threw seven passes behind the line of scrimmage. What do you mean by that? Is that a significant stat of some sort that they're using in the NFL now that I don't know about? Well, I mean, we throw some of the short passes and bubble passes to get the ball on the perimeter uh, to see if we can catch it and run with it, which has nothing to do with Jalen's ability. Um, this is not something that we do because we don't have confidence in his ability to throw the ball down the field. Um, so those two things are totally unrelated, have no correlation. Um, that's, that's a running play to us, and it's usually packaged with a running play. So when the defense responds a certain way, you throw the ball out there. When they don't, you run the running play. So those two things have no correlation. They're not even called passes. I think he's done a good job of taking care of the ball and throwing the ball to the right place, if that's what you're trying to say. So, And we're pleased with that. And I think you're overanalyzing this whole thing a little. A lot more than I am, which I'm the coach, so I, I mean. Be, you better be good, Alex, because I'm going to tell you what. I'll do my best, Nick. Um, why do they always – I mean, is it best for last? Is that why you always get the last question? Or? You'll have to ask your SID. I'm out. I'm just <laughs> I wanted to ask you, you talked about getting younger players' experience, how that is important, not necessarily now, but you have a lot of guys getting experience. Is Deontay Thompson the guy that – you want to see more from, and what have you oh, seen? Deontay has played really well for us on special teams. Um, and when he's played in the secondary, he's done a good job for us. And look, I think the most important thing in this game is that we execute, play well, take care of the ball. Nobody's taken this game lightly, in my opinion, in terms of how we respect the other team and their ability to do things. So we really have to focus on executing and playing to our standard. That, that's the whole deal. Um, I hope that some of these guys will have roles in this game for whatever reason. 
right, that will give them some experience that will enhance their growth and development as players and their confidence. But that goes to how they play. Uh, so, you know, and he's one of those guys, and there's plenty of others that would like to see that happen with as well. Uh, what's it been like coaching Anthony Averett, and, you know, what, what does he bring a, as a senior presence to this team? Well, Anthony's been a very consistent player, and um, he's got some tough assignments and some tough jobs uh, out there, and we, we put him on an island a little bit, and he's responded well for the most part and with pretty good consistency. He's kind of a silent sort of leader, doesn't say a lot, very quiet in his demeanor and how he goes about things, um, but I think well-respected by his teammates because of the job he does and the body of work he's been able to create and the consistency that he's been able to play with. And um, so I know I have a lot of respect for him. And he's one of the guys that I always have respect for guys who can focus on development and stick with it and persevere through their career. Now, here's a guy that never played defensive back in high school. He's a quarterback, a skilled guy on offense, never really played defense before. So it took him a couple of three years to become the kind of player that could go out there and play effectively and understand what he needed to do to be an effective player and to use his ability to do his advantage as a defensive back. And it took a lot of hard work. And you, you got to admire guys that stick with it, that don't say, I'm going to transfer and go someplace else because I might be able to play more or whatever, and stick with it. And he and his family both have done that. And I think it's going to pay off for him. And I think it has paid off for him here. And then finally, you've talked about uh, the younger players like Dylan Moses. Do you want to see more confidence? What are you looking for in practice when you, when you say that you want to see more confidence from them? What I'm looking for is guys that can play winning football. What does that mean? You can go out there and do your job. And you can do it on a consistent basis, whether it's play your gap, cover your guy, drop to the right zone, break on the ball the right way, be a good tackler, play winning football at your position. That means you got to do your job. What is your job? Play your gap. Hit your gap on the blitz. Cover Whatever it is, that's what playing winning football is. So it's clearly defined. This is the expectation. This is what you need to do. And these are your assignments. So your ability to develop the habits to be able to do that is what allows you to play winning football. When you see the ball crease the front, we don't have any defenses. We don't have anybody in every gap. All right, so that means somebody's in the wrong gap. And I'm not saying Dylan Moses was. I'm just saying somebody was. So that means somebody didn't do their job. So when I grade the film, like I've told you guys 100 times before, I put down there, 58, you got hooked. 32, you got cut. That's, that's why they made yards. So if the players can't see that if they did it right, it would work, then we got a bad defense. We need to throw it out, do something else. So when you get to the point where your name doesn't come up on that list, then you're playing winning football.